Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. Should sugary drinks be allowed in rec centers? Well, Hamilton's Board of Health has voted to ban the sale of sugary drinks and bottled water inside, uh, well, a number of different facilities. Now, we should just clarify, Hamilton's Board of Health is, in fact, Hamilton City Council. It's Everybody who's on City Council is automatically on the Board of Health. They just meet once a month, I guess it is, and put on their Board of Health hats, and they talk about health issues. And this is not the first time they've had this discussion, but uh, the the vote was 6-3 to three yesterday to uh, move ahead with this. Now, this the vote has to be ratified by the full city council, which is the same people, uh, at the next meeting. Uh, but uh, in the meantime, let's have a discussion about this. Terry Whitehead is a city councilor for Ward 8 up in the West Mountain and, uh, of course, sits on the board, as all councilors do. And he joins us on the Bill Kelly Show to talk about this. How are you this morning, Terry? Great, Bill. Great to be with you and your listeners. I hope you're not sipping on a bottle of water right now. Well, the water's fine. It's the soda I'm staying away from. Let's talk about this. And as I mentioned, this is not a new issue, and a lot of other municipalities have uh, have dealt with this in the past. But uh, there's there's a pro and con to this. Give me a read as to what happened yesterday and the and the tenor of the debate. So I think the context is that the uh, it's a three year phase out. So clearly, one of the big issues uh, uh, with water is the, the plastic bottles, and we know the environmentalists have uh, spoke uh, very clearly and pointedly about the issues. Uh, you know, but there will be more plastic in our oceans than fish. So clearly there's an issue with uh, plastic bottles. We have uh, made great strides to put uh, water refilling stations and fountains in pretty well all our uh, rec centers and arenas. Uh, so uh, that, let's park that aside for a moment. And the other piece was uh, nutritional value. If it doesn't have nutritional value, we will phase it out and try and find alternative uh, uh, type uh, consumption uh, consumables uh, that can uh, uh, replace it over a three-year period. So I think that's in principle what the meeting uh, yesterday that was supported by the uh, Board of Health. So when when you say phasing out snacks, let's talk about that. We'll get into the drink thing in a second. So does that mean as as time goes on here, you can't get a candy bar or a bag of chips in an arena? Well, right now they're focusing on drinks, but it is about nutritional. Uh, uh, you know, nutri- if it doesn't have nutritional value, you uh, eventually prohibit it over a three-year period. And you know, here, here, here's the issue that I raise: one, um, uh, you have the Ministry of Health, you have FDA; they're the ones that uh, regulate uh, consumables uh, to the general public. They're the ones that regulate. Uh, ensuring that all the uh, you know the salt content, sodium content, uh, the sugar content is is uh, on the bottle, so that consumers uh, know exactly what they're getting. Uh, they also have the power, for example, to uh, if you know they deem that sugar drinks are addictive and and therefore should be banned. They have that power. Uh, they also have the power to 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 you know take out cheesecakes and 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 everything else that is available to the general public question is, where does it stop? And is it dangerous? And I think that's up to them to, to decide. When you're looking at the municipal level, it's really not our jurisdiction. I guess my concern is, one, consultation. I'm not the kind of guy that really supports, uh, you know, the whole philosophy of representing City Hall to the people. I rec- actually uh, subscribe, maybe I'm old-fashioned, but I represent the people to City Hall. And what I mean by that is, when you mark on these kind of policies, you need to ensure you consult the community and get a, a clear understanding where the community stands. When you go in and say to the community through a survey, would you support more nutritional uh, uh, drinks and food in your in your center, uh, that's motherhood. 
But when you pose the question in a different way and say, would you support phasing out all non-nutritional uh, drinks and food, that's a whole different question, and that question has never been asked. So certainly one of my bugaboos is do proper consultation. Let's find out where the community is on this issue before we make any informed decisions. The second piece is uh, that this a lot of this will still continue to be available at the grocery stores, corner stores across the street. So basically what you're doing is just stick, sticking your finger into the dam. There's a million holes. You're plugging in one hole. Uh, thinking that you're going to get good results. So I asked the question, how do you measure the results? How do you measure the uh, health outcomes? And it was clear that you can't. And I think good policy, public policy, is where you can actually measure a success of implementing a policy. Here, you will not be able to measure the success. So that's problematic for me, because then I just don't think it's good public policy when you take that kind of approach. And lastly, when you got things like uh, uh, Tim Horton Stadium and uh, First Ontario Place, uh, as you know, there's a junior team that just moved into the Anarchuk Arena uh, that will rely on revenue generation. And basically, they're exempting uh, two of those three. The Anarchuk Arena will not be exempted. Shadok Arena, which has big major tournaments, will not be exempted. And the challenge I have is uh, they did a pilot program to ban peanuts, for example, for a year. Yeah. Uh, uh, one arena. $23,000 in revenue lost. So again, uh, what do you replace that revenue with? Because at the end of the day, the taxpayers get impacted. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.